Let the temple be filled with His glory. Let the courts be filled with His praise. Let us worship the Lord in the holy of holies. Zion rejoices again. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to our very exciting third podcast in this series. This is Barry and Ruth Borthessel. And I just wanted to relate a story that happened to me this week. Last week, we talked about Dr. Daniels telling us about what you have to do when you're going through change. And that is to be nice to people. So I walked into a dollar store last week and I wanted to buy a few things and I bought them and I came up to the counter and this young lady looks at me and she says, well, what's the best thing that happened to you today? And I thought, wow, is that ever nice? I said, well, the fact that at my age, the fact that I woke up probably was good. She laughed. So she said, at my age, what advice would you give me? And I turned to her and I says, love God. And she responded, because he first loved us. I walked out of that store on cloud nine, went back the next day, told the manager, and gave her a nice tip. So I thought that was a great way to start the podcast off today. Podcast one, and we encourage you to go to solomonsportsteaching.com to hear podcast one, because this series is very, very important. Podcast one, we talked about the eight principles of preparing for prayer. Pew Research says that 55% of people pray every day. But my question is, how many of those prayers even get to God because of his principles on preparation? So this concept has certainly, certainly changed my prayer life. That's for sure. The second podcast was learning to wait for the Lord to answer the prayers. That's tough for most of us. We looked at Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, which says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Well, the word wait means to tarry, to be patient. And eagles are mentioned 34 times in the Bible, as we mentioned last week. But eagles portray strength, power, vision, loyalty, freedom, truth, honor, hope, foresight, and awareness. And eagles are the only bird that fly into the storm and welcome trials, which again is very, very interesting. Also, in the Bible, when it comes to waiting, there are some great examples, like Sarah waited 25 years from the time God told Abraham that they would have a son. Moses waited 40 years in the wilderness. Caleb waited 45 years, and so forth. So waiting is part of God's plan. And we're certainly going through that time in the world today of change. So Podcast 2 helps all of us understand how to handle it. Podcast three today is Solomon's Temple Prayer. It's in chapter six. I'm sorry, it is in um, chapter five in my book, 
The body is God's temple. And Solomon prayed for 12 things, and it's all listed in 2 Chronicles chapter 6. But here is what really is impressive. Solomon, the king, knelt down with arms lifted up to heaven in front of all his people. It is important to remember that when God asked Solomon what he wanted, Solomon responded asking for wisdom. Don't we need that today? And that also is in chapter 3 in my book on how to ask for wisdom. Well, in this chapter, unlike Solomon's temple, which was made of brick and mortar, God formed each of us and knew us in our mother's womb, Jeremiah 1.5. We are also told that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, Psalm 139, verse 14. God also knows the number of hairs in his temple, our body, Luke 12.7. I'm bald, so that's no big deal for God. But when I look at Ruth, that is something because she has a lovely head of hair. Number two, remember now that when Solomon prayed this prayer, he had been in, he was in power for 40 years. His reign ushered in peace and prosperity. Don't we need that today? And the third point is that here are his prayer requests. And we're going to ask Ruth to read them. They're again in, in chapter five, but he prayed for 12 things, and Ruth is going to read. The 12 things, honey. So number one is God's faithfulness. And then for emphasis, he asked again later on for God's continuous faithfulness. And then God's omnipresence. A plea for answer to prayer. Then he made a plea for just judgment, justice. Then a plea for forgiveness of sin. And then he asked for forgiveness and then rain from heaven. Number eight was a plea for God's help in a time of pestilence, war, and sickness. Next was the blessings on Gentiles who are seeking God. Number 10 is a plea for God's help in war, even if no sin had been committed. Then a plea for help in war when sin had been committed. And lastly, a plea for God's continued presence and blessing. This is so rich and so applicable to the day in which we live. And remember now, here's the king. They say that today's economic value on the dollar, he would probably have been worth $2.2 trillion. And here's the king kneeling down on a big platform with his arms listed up to the Lord, praying this prayer. Now, just think about the consequences of that if we could see that today. So I'm going to look at number eight, and then Ruth is going to give her view on one other point, because that's all the time we have in the podcast. We don't want to make them too long, but mine is number eight, which says, plead for God's help in a time of pestilence, war, and sickness. I'm going to get Ruth to read verses 28 to 31 for me. When there is famine in the land... Pestilence or blight or mildew, locusts or grasshoppers, when their enemies besiege them in the land of their cities, whatever plague or whatever sickness there is, whatever prayer, whatever supplication is made by anyone or by all your people, Israel, when each one knows his own burden and his own grief and spreads out his hands to this house, then hear from heaven your dwelling place and forgive and give to everyone according to all his ways whose heart you know, 
for you alone know the hearts of the sons of men, that they may fear you to walk in your ways as long as they live in the land which you gave to our fathers. Hi everyone, I'm Rod Jans, and I help Barry and Ruth produce Solomon's Porch Teaching, along with helping them with their website. Barry and Ruth asked me to come on during the podcast and just talk a little bit about Barry's book, Your Body is God's Temple. As they've been sharing, and you probably agree, we live in an unprecedented time. It's a time when we need the Bible's perspective on our physical health, our emotional health, and our spiritual health. Barry's book addresses all three of these from a biblical perspective. Barry's been studying the Bible for many years and applying its principles to his own life. And his book, Your Body is God's Temple, is the result of all that. After reading Barry's book, you'll have greater clarity on what the Bible has to say about feeding ourselves the nourishment we need and rejuvenating our faith journey. To order the book, simply go to solomonsporchteaching.com. That's solomonsporchteaching.com. And you'll find the information you need to order the book. Now let's get back to Solomon's Porch Teaching and Barry and Ruth Borthistle. The king talks really about five major prayer requests here. Number one, he obviously knew that tough times were coming. We're in tough times today. So he was asking God to see them through the tough times, which is what we should be doing. The first thing that he mentions is famine. Well, we know that is a huge issue today. My heart just breaks when I see these precious little children in Afghanistan starving to death. Oxfam has said that the world stands on unprecedented famine today. Number two, pestilence, which is a pandemic. I don't need to even mention that one. Number three, locusts. That's a huge problem today in Africa and East Asia, eating up the crops. Number four, he talks about people being sick. The University of Michigan has stated on their webpage that there are about 10,000 diseases today. That shocked me. Live science said that only about 4.3% of people are totally healthy. That's not me saying that. That's the research that I have found. But that's not too hard to believe. And then the last thing that he talks about, which is very, very important, forgive us, Lord. Jesus said, listen to this now, if you do not forgive others, God cannot forgive you. That is a huge statement. I'm going to read it again. If you do not forgive others, Jesus said, then I cannot forgive you. And so after this prayer was over, I just want to read Second uh, Chronicles 7. I'll get Ruth to read it. Look at what happened after the king prayed this prayer and other prayers. Remember now that, that our body is the temple of, of God, not the brick and mortar. So if this applied to the brick and mortar, it certainly is going to apply probably even more for us today. Second Chronicles 7, 1 to 3. Now when Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices. And the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And the priests could not enter the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. 
When all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed their faces to the ground on the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord. Saying, here it is, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Well, our prayer is that all of us will experience this glory of the Lord in our temple. And it's there. And that's what these podcasts are all about. So I'm going to ask Ruth now to uh, pick one number. I'm the, I don't even know which one it is, but she's going to talk just for a few minutes on one of the 12 that she picked. Honey? Yes, I went oh. immediately to point number 12, uh, a plea for God's continued presence and blessing. And the plea is a stunning plea. And then the promise for the continued presence and blessing of God really stands out here. In verse 18, Solomon, let me read it to you. Solomon says, but will God really dwell on earth with men? The heavens, even the highest heavens cannot contain you. How much less this temple I have built. Yet give attention to your servant's prayer and his plea for mercy. Oh, my God. Hear the cry and the prayer that your servant is praying. Here's the, here's the part. In your presence. Hear the cry and the prayer that your servant is praying in your presence. Isn't that powerful? So the answer to Solomon's question, can God really dwell? The, the, is, it's a resounding yes. And there's so many scriptures about the omnipresence of God, the all-knowing God, and the all-abiding presence of God. You know, at, at Christmas time, we, we sing that. Well, we, we sing it a lot. But Emmanuel, Emmanuel, his name is called Emmanuel. God with us, revealed in us, his name is called Emmanuel, I love the definition of Emmanuel, God with us. And he lives in you, he lives in me. And this actually serves as a real rebuke to me, because if he knows everything, and he he does, and he's everywhere, and he is, why in the world would I run to anyone else but Jesus Christ when I'm in a a need of wisdom or strength? And I'm learning this lesson uh, very slowly, I will say, years ago. I would phone my mother with something of a need and there's nothing wrong with that, except that I leaned too much on her and not on the Lord. And she always pointed the way to, to the truth of, of Christ. And so I am, as I said, I am, I'm learning to, to be so aware of the presence of the Lord as I go about my day. Thank you, honey. That's very good. And and it gets back to the whole theme of the book, uh, Our Body is God's Temple. I mean, I learn something every day, and it's just, it has no ending. In fact, the more I study the Bible, the less I realize how much I know. That's the way it goes. To close this podcast, I would encourage uh, all of you to uh, listen to the first two if you haven't, to pass on the information found on. SolomonSportsTeaching.com so that we can continue this and the next two weeks are going to be very, very important. The theme for the next podcast will be on faith. And we have a very special guest to share his experience in faith because the principles found in podcast one, two, and three are really not applicable unless you follow the instructions in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 and verse 6, and Ruth's going to read it. Here they are. Now faith 
is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. The word impossible in the Greek means impotent, which is self-explanatory. And I think we know that from that how important faith is. So you don't want to miss it. So I'm going to ask Ruth to close in prayer and encourage all of you to listen to our closing song, which is the song that we have kind of adopted to back up the teaching called In His Time by the Maranatha Singers, a beautiful song. So honey, would you close in prayer, please? God bless all. So Lord, your word says, my presence shall go with thee and I will give you peace. So we bank on that today by your mercy. Lord, may we sense your presence and determine to stay encouraged by your word. Speak, Lord, your servant listens, your servants listen today. And we move in close, closer, Lord, to hear your still small voice even today. You are our shelter. Your word also says the name of the Lord is a strong, is a high tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. And so in that safety, Lord, we, we thank you today in your name. Amen.
よう